welcome to another uh, episode of It's Almost the Weekend, where we do let you talk to these creatures. My oh. name is Joe. Holy shit, Joe! That's a that's a stellar intro. Now I don't I don't want to come in here and pick through your consciousness like it's my own dirty laundry, but I feel like you've done that intro before. Really? That, ex- that exact intro where you're like, we do let you talk to the creatures. <laughs> oh my god! I, could I might be have. Wrong. It would have been a really early one. Yeah, because uh, I have no recent memory of it. I could be wrong, or I could just be experiencing a severe deja vu. Yeah, I mean, it is a pretty famous quote, you know, it's between <laughs> us, especially being Tim Rogers, Tim Rogers mega fans. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Look, it's a. Uh... It's a good one. I love that sentence a lot. <laughs> Finally, we could talk to these creatures. Mm, mm. In relation to the Doom monsters, <laughs> which is so funny. You know what? I like, I love that uh, pacifists are out there. They're out there yeah. reviewing video games. I think they're probably reviewing the wrong kind of video games, but they're, they're doing it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um... Speaking of people reviewing video games, how are you doing today, Darian? Oh my god. Uh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh I'm in holiday mode back in Melbourne in our little apartment, just packing things away, moving things, getting that space uh looking good. Um and yeah, just been squeezing so many video games into my life. It's been really really nice um you you came over the other day sure did Um, oh my god and i think we need to talk about it we uh we played some geometry wars 2 oh (laughs) i was wondering if you would bring this up (laughs) speaking of pacifism yeah you beat the high score the one that's been like from when i was in university or high school or whatever yeah, so those those Geometry Wars servers still have University Joe's high score of like 94 million. And uh, I came in with 133 million over the yeah. weekend. And yeah, was, I was there to bear witness. Yeah, yeah, this was no, this was not like a, just a score update, you know, some kind of digital shenanigan that I pulled off. Joe, Joe witnessed the, mm. uh, the, the historical moment. I might have to get Geometry Wars somehow again and uh, and keep going. You know, maybe this is the revival of the score <laughs> battle. Look, <laughs> so long ago. I know, I know Cassette Beast has wounded you, but it's on Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, can I not just have Microsoft and not pay for Game Pass, but buy Geometry Wars? Ooh, now that's a that's a question for a future topic because yeah. the the state of games nowadays is whack. It's all over the yeah. place. The the clients, I've uh, I've been using Steam over the last twenty four hours, and oh, yeah. I hate it. I hate. Oh, it. what do you hate about it? Oh, everything. I mean, <laughs> the, f- the fact that it exists. Like, yeah. let me buy a game and have the game as software on my desktop. Like, why does Steam need to know I'm opening a game that I bought? Oh, right. Oh, yeah. oh, I hate it. I like take me back to floppy disks, babe. Because uh, yeah, Steam is just so needy and so shit. Like. 
it just can't download while the screensaver's running. It's just got all these things, and every time I see it, like, bob up and down, if you're all familiar with Macs, when you, like, open an application, it, like, jumps for a little bit. Steam jumps all the time. It doesn't stop <laughs> jumping. Why doesn't it stop? Oh, it has updates. It's crashing. Oh. It's, oh, oh, it's just the worst. It's just the worst. Yeah. It's like a weird middle, ne- middle man between me and my video games. I don't need that. I just need me and my video games. Steam this, is yeah. completely unnecessary. This feels like the Mac experience for a gamer. You know, oh, like for you've, sure. It's... You've suffered under Steve Jobs' dark hand for too oh, long. absolutely. Yeah. No, there's no forgiving how bad it is uh, to try and game on a Mac. But, I mean, even so, Steam, it's not like, you know, Steam only has 400,000 downloads on Mac. You know, it's got tens of millions and it's just trash, pure mm. trash. I mean, I don't know if you can do this on Mac, but you can like browse to the local files of the game and then create a, a desktop shortcut of the game and put oh, that on your desktop. You can do that. You can do that on Mac. But what happens when you double click that icon, Joe? Oh, shit. It shit. opens Steam. Open Steam? Oh. It opens Steam. <laughs> anyway, uh, enough about trashing Steam, which I would be very happy to do you know i will sit here all day and trash steam and i'll also trash the pandas we need to stop saving pandas anyway uh (laughs) geometry wars 2 smash that high score we played a little bit of smash bros oh yeah we got back in on the smash bros ever so briefly that was good unreal haven't played smash bros in years and years it was so strange the way the muscle memory came back (laughs) yeah like going from not remembering the buttons and 10 seconds later remembering like very specific combos (laughs) yeah 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 it was pretty cool what an experience for the brain you know like (laughs) i don't know what to equate it to but yeah it felt felt very unusual it was like oh you know what it's like you know how you've got like um an old game on your switch or whatever that has is just like not haven't hasn't been installed for a long time mm-hmm. and you scroll to the bottom of your games library on the switch and you reinstall it that's how it felt i felt like i was reinstalling a game in my mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah amazing analogy that's uh mm. that's exactly right i mean that's what i had to do to reinstall yeah. it you know i had to go to the very bottom of my purchased history to find yeah. super smash bros um, but yeah, and I, I love too, despite just having not played it for years, we were both kind of at the same level still after all this time. Yeah, it definitely felt that I was not a great deal worse, you know, like I sort <laughs> yeah. of felt like I was almost straight away got back up to where I was, which is also a very odd feeling. <laughs> uh, what a game. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that was real fun. But But apart from those couch co-op shenanigans uh i've been putting some hours some time into forza horizon 5 oh yeah i saw you play that a little bit that was cool yeah which is like the latest forza horizon game uh and it's it's cool it's a it's a nice chill game and they fixed one of the main criticisms i had of horizon 4 which was in the audio settings uh I mean, number one, you couldn't take any of the audio audio settings down to zero. You could only take them down oh, to one. What? And oh. so, yeah, like you could always hear just a tiny bit of like whatever it was you were trying to turn down. 
uh and number two uh the sound that the ui makes you know when you're going through a menu and it's like click 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 but uh you you could not turn that down and uh in in horizon 5 you you've got full access to all the audio settings and you can take them all down to zero so it's really it's really good to slap on a podcast or an album and just zone out while you while you drive around and uh yeah it's it's easy it's good to look at and it's just it's the ultimate you know it's it's like dredge and forza horizon 5 are better than any cozy game that mm. kind of sticks to that cozy game genre that i've ever played yeah forza horizon 5 is a cozy game sure. <laughs> absolutely absolutely um it's it's also so um odd that that's the current state of racing games is it's like all i want to do is turn off my volume <laughs> you know i just yeah. want to be able to listen to just like a low version of the Cassians with zero music so <laughs> put, put a podcast on. but no you can't do that the, the reflections though 10 out of 10 yeah yeah it's it's one of those games um where i think there's a lot in it if you're into cars you know like the attention to detail even in the interiors of cars is Mm. is to such a degree that like if you're into cars it's just like extremely satisfying but i'm not i'm not into any of that stuff you know i can recommend brands but that's about it so i just want to i just want to drive in whatever you give me man Yep. Are they called car brands? Please don't ask me these questions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Manufacturer? Brands? Manufacturer? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Is that what they're called? I don't even know, man. I'm just asking. I'm genuinely, I'm not like trying to find you in some weird logistic or what's it called? Linguistic trap. It's just I don't know what they're called. <laughs> Would you Stop. call Ford a brand? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. This is getting into semantics, though. Is Ford a brand? You know, is a hot dog a sandwich? Like how? Oh, no, how far do this. we go? Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. You want to open up that box, Joe Tool? I actually fucking hate that box. <laughs> it's like there are so many fun, interesting things to talk about, but we're here talking about like is a hole possible, or like is a hot dog a sandwich, or is soup a meal, or whatever you know. Like, all that <laughs> I, I can't stand it, and it's just like an excuse to yell at your friends. Oh my god! So how do you go with theoreticals? You uh, know, I don't like, mind. A, I don't mind a theoretical, but like, I, would you like, I don't love them. Yeah. Okay. All right. No fair. It's just you know. I I like to learn more about you on this podcast. Sometimes yeah, right. I learn about your fears and dreams as I haven't <laughs> heard them before. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're still developing, you know, at the ripe old age of whatever I am, 33. Absolutely. I am still kind of deciding on what I love and hate, which oh, I think yeah. is, uh, you know, that's good. That's healthy. That sounds yeah. like a very healthy state to be in. Mm. Uh, speaking of healthy states to be in. <laughs> this, like, format that we found of, like, segueing using only speaking of. It's terrible. so bad. We it's have to stop. So, and it's so easy, though. It's like, yeah. it's like when you go to, like, I don't know, an orange tree and the orange is, like, almost on the ground. It's perfectly ripe. <laughs> and you just, like, you can pluck that shit off with two fingers. That's the kind yeah. of joke this is. It's so funny you mentioned that because I was about to say it is the lowest hanging podcast, you know, (laughs) like there's no lower and you just described, you know, an orange on the ground effectively. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of oranges on the ground. (laughs) Please, please. (laughs) 
Jesus. Oh, I'm Jesus. My chair. I'm sweating. I'm slipping. We're slipping. Um, yeah, no, I've been good. I've been good. I, uh, what have I been doing? I mean, I went to yours. We played a bit of Factorio as well, like you said, which was fun. Oh, yeah, really good. Um, yeah, I've been playing um, a bunch of Armored Core 6, actually. I picked up the New Game Plus mode that I sort of dropped off of a while ago. Oh, see, it caps that going. smashing it. Yeah, it's so good, man. I love that game. I fucking love that game. They put, <laughs> they put a bunch of new weapons in, and um, the New Game Plus is actually quite an experience. Like, there's a bunch of missions that you just never do in the original game that are in New Game Plus. No shit. And some of them are really cool. Like, there was this one that was quite a challenge. It was, uh, like, I know it's, it sounds just weird to say this, but an escort mission was cool. You have to like <laughs> escort this helicopter to these three different spots and then get it out of the map. Mm -hmm. um, and like, it at first it was like a a, a lesson in like, um, you know, a trial and error where you would like try to just follow the helicopter and then you'd be like, all right, I'll try and get out ahead of the helicopter a little bit. And you'd be like, oh, I actually need to do all this other shit before the helicopter can even get to the, the second place. And then. Uh, well, while it's at the second place, I have to go clear some stuff at the third place, and you just like figure out the path of best way to execute the the puzzle, I guess. Right. Um, and then at the end, this like famous AC shows up, one that's like one of your friends from the um the first playthrough of the game, oh, and he comes shit. and fights you, and it's like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing here? Um, that's cool. That's awesome. I mean, that's mm -hmm. that's what you want out of a game like that, right? Is kind of like combat based puzzles. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely more of that this time around, especially in the new game plus. Like, there was another one where you had to like navigate this semi maze like facility whilst killing these uh, hacker robots, which had no guns or anything, but they were often surrounded by a bunch of hard to kill little guys. Mm -hmm. So it was like, and, and there was a timer, so you had to like kill five of them or whatever. It was, like, there was nothing like that in the main game. It was oh, all shit. just like, you know, go here, kill this thing. Um, and there is also like the, a few repeat missions from the main game. Obviously, it's still the same base story, but yeah, there's just like mm. a bunch of extra stuff. Oh um, man, which is really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm not sure that that's something FromSoft have done in the past. You know, where yeah. they they introduce new stuff for the new game plus mode. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I like I finally started to toy with um, doing like vastly different build types. Like um, I went out and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy all of the stuff from this one particular manufacturer. You mm -hmm. know, this mm -hmm. one of these people that make these speedy mechs. Mm -hmm. And I built like the fastest mech I possibly could and put these like, put like a minigun on it. <laughs> and so it's just like zooms around and just like fires minigun bullets. It's really, uh, and I was like, oh, that's like totally viable. I could keep playing as this, but I think I like, my version like my original one because it's oh, more fun to play sick yeah so yeah, yeah just the build variety and the sort of varied gameplay and the stuff that new game plus has been throwing at me it's like wow it's a that's a more that's a good one right there um, <laughs> that's a more um have you because i know you've got playstation netflix have mm. you tried any of the online stuff because there's like an online arena for ac6 right yeah I mean, I have thought about it, but I haven't tried it. I, I, I don't think it interests me. I'm not sure though. I'm, I'm maybe I'm just too afraid. Mm, yeah. I don't want to no. get out there and be like, oh, I'm, I'm but an ant. 
<laughs> I mean, we we all are in the ocean of like FromSoft veterans when it comes to PvP. Yeah, and I don't want that to make me sad about the game. My whole experience is <laughs> with, with the game is just like I'm a powerful big robot, you know? Right. I, like that sure. I don't want to be like, oh shit, I haven't done my logarithms to figure out which booster <laughs> goes with which gone or whatever you know yeah yeah it's you get the equivalent of like the naked dude with a club just cleaning you out yeah exactly yeah um and i've been playing a bunch of balls gate three which oh, has been pretty good just, just getting through it these holidays you know you're doing it um i'm trying to it's a big game though um and that's been it for the video games i think yeah. amazing good yeah. i mean god can you Set yourself any better for the holidays. Just Armored Core 6 and Baldur's Gate 3, flipping between those two? Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, there has been a little bit of The Witness as well, which I think I mentioned to you. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, Did I mention we that? love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that game's really cool. Uh, and I've just got, like, Demon Souls sitting there as well from having the Netflix of Sony and just being like, man, I can't wait to play that. So oh, many man. games. Can't oh, wait. man. Yeah, it's only January. Yeah, you're stacked. It's January second when we're recording this, so that is that is truly stacked. I uh, I also am trying a thing this year, inspired, uh, spurned on by the um, stat tracking that you have done in previous years. Oh, really? Tallying a bunch of stuff that I'm doing that I'm going to try and tally a bunch of stuff that I do throughout the year. Hell yeah! Stuff like you know uh saw seeing a friend slash friends so how many times i see a friend throughout the year oh how many interesting nights i drink alcohol uh Ooh. how many movies i watch how many books i finish how many games i finish and how many tv series i finish mm, if, uh, and, and a if, bunch of other stuff if i can persuade you mm. uh use letterboxd for tv shows and movies because then it just does all your stats for you at the end of the year and it's really delicious and same if you use goodreads for books uh it's awesome it tells you like how many words you read you know it says like two hundred and fifty thousand words or whatever it is i had a a reader friend of mine mention this one as a alternative to goodreads called storygraph Mm. have you heard of storygraph I haven't. I may have initially because, like, Goodreads is is not, like, as an app, it's not very enticing, but it's just, yeah. like, a lot of my friends are on there. So, like, you just right. go where your friends are, yeah. you know? I'm, I'm sure there are way better apps, though, because it's pretty basic. Totally. I mean, this is probably the same thing. It just lets you select what you're reading and how far you are through it and what you want to read. That's kind of mm. all it really does. Yeah, sick. It has some neat progress bars, which I really love. <laughs> yeah, got to get those Gantt charts happening. Yeah, I love a Gantt chart, love a progress bar. So I reckon there's a previous life that I was like a producer in, you know. Maybe maybe Gantt is dead and in a previous life you were Gantt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is Gantt? Is Gantt a brand know. or a manufacturer? <laughs> I'm sure Gantt is a person. Yeah. Person, now brand. Um, so I've got some news for you. Would you like some tasty chicken bites? Absolutely. I've got, I've got some as well. So this we, we should be well-rounded for this kind of mid-holiday app. That's good. My news uh, is pretty, you know, pretty slim. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it'll need it'll need a buffeting by your 
by your news. Mm-hmm. My first piece of news is uh, that there is a new Pokemon show on Netflix called Pokemon Concierge. Oh, yeah. Have you seen this? Uh, no. It's like uh, very pretty looking. It's got like an Anomalisa stop motion, you know, sort of visual flair to it, but with wow. way more bright, bright colors and saturation than Anomalisa, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all of the Pokemon look especially cute and fuzzy. The lighting is very like Animal Crossing. Um, what's the latest one? Whether you're on an island? Uh, New Horizons? New Horizons, yeah. It's like got big New Horizon vibes. Sick. Um, and yeah, I'm going to give it a crack See and report back next week. Wow. Wow. Live uh, Pokemon TV show reviews. I got to say, did not expect this. <laughs> you got to get their attention somehow. <laughs> um, my next piece of news is Mickey Mouse enters the public domain. oh man you said that like you've got a cigar in your left hand (laughs) maybe i do uh yeah have you heard about this i know this is brand new information surely surely that's just a copyright that disney like re uh buys or whatever right um i mean that's a great question apparently it's not actually the real mickey mouse the current mickey mouse is still owned by disney but this is the steamboat willy version oh, of mickey shit. mouse no yeah, way that they've that they've sort of not been able to repurchase or you know do whatever they normally do i guess because of some weird u.s copyright laws back in like you know 1904 or whatever it was, <laughs> yeah, it came out. Yeah. 1928 <laughs> yeah uh and so, yeah, the, the, it's you can do stuff with Steamboat Willie, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, that means like you might have this short window to do like parodies and satires and stuff of of that Steamboat Mickey style and and just get away with it. Yeah. Um, so expect to see a bunch of that stuff floating around on the internet in the next few months, I guess. Um, the thing that really boils my biscuit when it comes to this stuff, like entering public domain, like when um, I think Winnie the Pooh entered public domain as well oh, last nice year. Right. And like the first thing that, you know, really brave and smart people <laughs> thought to do was to turn it into like a horror movie. And I was oh. like, could you just be like a little bit more original? Just like a single thought, you know, like <laughs> take a children's property and do the polar opposite with it. Isn't that original and new and different and fresh? <laughs> Same thing is going to happen with Steamboat Willie, I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, I'm 100% down. I am I am so down. I loved that whole horror Winnie the Pooh situation that was mm. that was on the internet. I think it was kind of spurred on by that original uh oh man, it's a whole story. I think we've talked about it before where like someone started doing like horrific Garfields. Oh, right. Yeah, I think I think that same dude had a crack at Winnie the Pooh like doing comics. And uh, they were just, they were awesome because whoever that is, is a a great drawer and the Mm. the drawings are just 100% fucked. Yeah, no, this was like a movie or something. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Next piece of news, Jujutsu Kaisen confirmed for season three. So that's good news for MAPPA. I mean, not for their animators, but good news for MAPPA. (laughs) For the the board? Yeah, for the board, for those moneymakers. Um so that's good. I'm glad that they're going to be doing season three and it's not some other studio. They, the, the 
uh, prestige on display in season two is just incredible that they've managed to do under such circumstances. So yeah, wow. glad they're coming back for another one. Hell yeah. Um, and then this month, there's actually some kind of neat little games on the PlayStation Plus. So now that I'm a PlayStation, you know, what would you call it? Boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mention what they've, what they've got. Okay. So they got a Plague Tale Requiem, which is the PS5 game. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Evil West, which I've actually had my eye on for a little while now. It's sort of like a more old school style um what would you call it? Guns, blazing, Wild West style thing with a bunch of like gear progression. I don't yeah. know if you remember, there was like a, uh, what was that game called? Oh, fuck, I've totally blanked on the name of it. But it, the people often compare it to like Zelda. It's like the Zelda progression system where it's like, you don't have the ice boots, so you can't do this dungeon. And in the oh. dungeon before you get the ice boots and now you can do the new dungeon and that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. I have, I have seen a couple of clips from Evil West actually, and it looks mm. sick. Yeah, it's like a fun time. Uh, and then the last one is finally nobody saves. Sorry, finally no one saves the world, uh, which is a bright, cartoony Zelda-inspired dungeon crawler from Drinkbox Studios. Um, I don't know if I'll play this one, but I'm definitely going to give Evil West a crack at some point. Um, Hell yeah! That game looks sick. Hell yeah! And that's like that's where we're at, right? We got our we got our video game Netflix, whichever one it might be. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just you just open up a game and play it for an hour, and if it isn't like great or amazing, you just move on to the next one. Yeah, I like to think of it as like a little palate cleanser, you know. Like you got your main couple of games on rotation, or your mm-hmm. main game that you're playing, and then like maybe you don't want to sit down and have like a huge sesh with like Baldur's Gate three, so you just pop on like a little bit of The Witness or a little bit of that mm-hmm. Wild West game that I was talking about. You know, it's like mm-hmm. little par- palate cleansies. Mm, that's good that's good i think um i'm hoping like the witness gets its tendrils into you Mm. because it's definitely the kind of game where taking breaks is not advised oh yeah you gotta remember all of the little tricks you gotta yeah i think the good thing about that game is it it just does it to you you know i think eventually as long as like there's not some huge release that might distract you it just it will it will suck you in and you'll be like i have to know yeah, yeah. I'd, speaking of big new release, I actually don't know what's coming out this year. Like, no, I have no, no idea. idea. I mean, yeah. they said Silk Song was coming out last year, so twenty twenty five. I mean, that game was announced five years ago. Yeah. Oh, one that actually does look cool uh, for this year is Dragon's Dogma Two. Being a little oh. bit of a hype around that one. Have you seen that? Yeah, I mean, I've seen that it's coming out, and I've mm. I've actually bought Dragon's Dogma One because it was like, oh. $4. yeah, it was like four dollars oh, and ten cents, and so I'm I'm keen to get in there and and give that a crack. Yeah, and then another one. I'm just on like a list right now of like most anticipated games of 2024. Black Myth Wukong looks pretty cool. Okay. Um, and then I'm just gonna stop looking at this list. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, I've got some uh, seasoning for that chicken you just dished down. Hell yeah. Uh, just just a couple of quick ones. Uh, Microsoft recently used AI art to uh, promote indie games uh, for, for Xbox. Yuck. And it was, like, hilarious and dumb. And it was really obvious. It was 
you know, it's all snowy, got that Xbox logo, and there's just heaps of kids. And I mean, we all know what AI is like when you when you've got humans happening. That I mean, it's not trying to be realistic, but it's just unhinged. There's just these weird kind of thin black tentacles reaching out oh. around from the kids, and like they've got too many fingers and all that kind of stuff. And it's like everyone identified it immediately and a bunch of indie developers were like, yeah, you must really care about indie games to not pay someone to like do some yeah. art for your promotion. Yes. A, a, a follow-up tweet to this I saw was hilarious saying, my favorite indie game was paying actual artists instead of pushing horrific AI slop, you fucking leeches. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really good. Oh yeah. God. You're fucking Microsoft. Pay an artist for your oh. one, like, Christmas promo, you oh, ghouls. Holy shit. Okay, mm. so just a heads up. It is... Oh, my God. All right. It's storming just insane. There's a yeah. big storm, and it's shaking the room I'm in. So that... Yeah. That definitely came through on the mic. I, uh, uh, I apologize. That's yeah. <laughs> no, all good. I, I didn't hear it, but yeah, I, there was like huge thunder before that. Sounded like someone was banging on my roof. So, <laughs> you know. Um, so the last wing I got is uh, ballapp.net is coming to an end. Oh. Yeah. So I had like, you know, I paid for a year of, you know, all the web stuff and uh i'm not going to renew it so by the time this airs it'll have like another week uh and if you haven't checked it out go and check out ballup.net uh if you haven't clicked on the drawings click on the drawings go down a weird anxiety riddled secret rabbit hole <laughs> um and uh yeah that's that's going to be the end of uh ballup.net I'm so glad you told me to you told me to press on the drawings because I only pressed the drawings once. I didn't realize there was more drawings to click on. They go deep. All right, hell yeah, I love that. Um, damn, dude. Well, that's a shame. I was kind of hoping for more. I was going to ask at the top of the episode actually mentioning ball app, but um, yeah, yeah, no. Well, it, you know, I might bring it back because it's not like um, all of that data disappears. I still have oh, yeah. access to it. It's just not going to be available online. So, yeah, you know, you host it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's just with moving and like everything that's going on at the moment, I'm applying for jobs, got some interviews coming up, which is oh, very exciting. Oh, no way. All right. I know. All right. Insane. Uh, you know, like you, you jump on there and you apply for jobs, just not expecting to get them. And I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck, what if I get a job? <laughs> yeah, um, what if? But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so just uh, just putting ballapp.net on the back burner for now. Putting it on ice, you know, yeah. to be revived one once more. Who knows? Potentially. Speaking of... No, no, I'm kidding. No. Uh, <laughs> we <laughs> we got to dive straight into this topic. We've got a easy breezy lazy topic for you uh we got our boy alex uh shooting us an email quite a while ago now um but alex had a bunch of questions for us which we mm. answered uh in that episode a while ago and then they sent a bunch more questions so we're just gonna answer those questions for this episode yeah sounds good i wrote answers to this one so i might just read straight off my doc yeah yeah sick um, which would um, be the best way to do it yeah yeah i've got i've got a couple of notes too we, we came prepared all right see well you want to just go one by one 
Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, all right. I'll, uh, I'll take this first one. Do you like that games have an easy mode slash or make the game easier? Hmm. Hit me, Joe. Yo, you made you made an answer? Okay, cool. All right. Here's what I have to say to that. Uh, I say, yeah, I love that. I think it's really cool that devs take the time to figure out ways that people might be able to enjoy their games. Sometimes you want to walk in the park just to enjoy the story in the world, and sometimes you want that park to walk all over you. Variety is the spice of life, baby. Yes, absolutely. Hard agree. Um, yeah, I think every game should try and be accessible to the widest audience possible, budget allowing. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's fun, like you say, that devs put time and effort into, like, making it accessible. Yeah. Um, I, I also think, think it's, like, all separate to the accessibility conversation. I mean, accessibility is kind of core to this question, right? Mm -hmm. But I think also separately to accessibility, accessibility itself. I think it's cool that, like, they take the time to be like, well, let's tune the values, you know, when they really do make it make an attempt at it to right. like tune how not just how much damage you deal and how much the enemies deal but mm. a bunch of other factors as well you know like there are some games out there where changes the difficulty like totally changes everything yeah um, and that's yeah. really freaking cool yeah like changes how smart the ai are and that kind of thing yeah um, yeah and yeah you're right i think well implemented difficulty modes are really cool not just the like diablo more xp more health more damage and like they're the only three metrics that are changed yeah yep uh, totally but yeah i've seen really cool uh difficulty modes in the last of us part two famously has that oh yeah accessibility menu which won a bunch of awards um debt oh oh no oh no does he not do well in storms no, no, he he doesn't mind storms. I think Jamie just got home. Oh right, gotta gotta attack. Gotta yeah, attack. gotta attack anyone that comes to the door. Apparently. <laughs> um and yeah, Dead Cells, who were inspired by Last of Us Part Two, they've got a bunch of amazing difficulty options. Mm -hmm. And uh, wanted to give a shout out to Loot River, which is this this cool indie roguelike um, where. One of their difficulty options was animation cancelling. Oh. So, so like, you, you need to roll in that game to dodge attacks. And they just straight up gave you the option to animation cancel if you wanted. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was dope. That's sick. Um, the one of the ones that I thought was really cool was Hades has, like, oh, a, yeah. a difficulty scaling thing based on, like what is it based on how often you die or how if you've died a certain number of times it gets easier or something yeah so you can turn on god mode and what mm. that means is every time you die you permanently get two percent more defense yep so That's cool. yeah it just kind of automatically scales for you because if you die a lot you get a little bit stronger so that you don't die as much in the future yeah it's a really interesting solution you know because it's like as you die a lot, you're also getting better by learning how, like what kills you, but you also mm. get a little bit stronger. So it's sort of this like weird curve of like, you know, maybe, oh man. Anyway, whatever. My brain just took a weird tangent on that one. Do you want to move on to the next one? <laughs> yeah. Babe, what is your favorite game genre? 
Oh, uh, I don't think I have one I wrote. Uh, I love Death Stranding, which is like an exploration and optimization game, but I also like Remnant 2, which is like a third-person shooting with build-making. Uh, but then I also like Hunt Showdown, which is like an extraction first-person shooter. I really don't have a favorite genre. It's more like whatever I'm enjoying currently, which is Baldur's Gate and uh, Armored Core 6. Uh -huh. So, you know, you get some exploration, turn-based combat, whatever, and some mech shooty ratata. Favorite that, genre. That's a genre. Favorite <laughs> genre is video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I I move between too many things so often to really nail down like this is my favorite. You're a you're a promiscuous gamer. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's roguelike for me. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I'm just, I'm just a sucker. If it's got, if it's a roguelike, I'm immediately interested. And uh, you know, that's one side of Steam that scares the shit out of me. Oh, uh, God, yeah. There's like twenty thousand roguelikes on Steam, which is, <laughs> which is bananas. Because I'm sure the percentage of very good ones is quite small, but. Yeah, yeah, that there still was a... means there's quite a lot of them at that high number. <laughs> yeah, if, if there's like ten percent good ones, then yeah, you're uh, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you've got roguelike on the front, I'm uh, I'm in. It's a uh, yeah. It's it's kind of a curse. Very cool. Uh, least favorite game genre. Oh, easy. You do this one. Oh, it just it. Uh, I just I didn't even have to think. It's the cozy game. Cozy games <laughs> suck. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize that they sucked. The idea of a cozy game is good because you're imagining yourself playing a game and it's giving you the feelings of coziness. But in my experience, cozy games do not achieve that very much, mm. if at all. I yeah. think I think cozy, like a cozy game is subjective and it's going to be up to the person depending on what they like. Turns out for me, Dredge, cozy as hell. Forza? cozy as hell fucking slime rancher too like not cozy at all. trash yeah. we don't we don't have enough dumpsters for all the copies of slime rancher 2 out there you know what i'm saying <laughs> god damn <laughs> just the the poor dev <laughs> coming back and being like i wonder if they stopped hating my game listens to this episode <laughs> jesus <laughs> no i mean it's beloved you know it's oh, easy sorry, it's like my headphone guy. <laughs> you're right Oh, there we go. I'm back. It, it's like uh, it's like ragging on Pokemon. It's easy. It's a beloved franchise. Well, I don't know if Pokemon's beloved, but it's certainly successful financially. And mm. Slime Ranch is beloved. So if there's, like, public pedigree, I'm very happy to slam it. That's fair, I suppose. Um... <laughs> I felt bad about Moonscales. That one I felt bad about because it didn't seem like that one, you know had a lot of popularity <laughs> yeah, and we just yeah. came in and we were like that game offers nothing new yeah <laughs> um, yeah i mean that was pretty much my answer as well i said well we sort of discovered cozy cozy games as our least favorite genre mm. um but you know lots of different games can be cozy so it's kind of hard to nail that one down as like my least favorite genre mm -hmm. uh i wrote i think there's a lot of really boring first person war games uh, which I think that oh. that genre especially is just so stale right now. Like mm. First person, you're in a war, shoot, shoot the Nazis, shoot the other side, you know, like that's mm -hmm. really fucking lame. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, and I think if you're like getting excited about like ammo types, then it's time to log off. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. Surely in Hunt, that shit matters. 
Uh, not really. I mean, there is, like, it sort of matters, but I don't know. I mean, a headshot is a headshot is a headshot in Hunt, you know? Like, it doesn't matter what ammo you got. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what skin they have. If it appears that they're wearing a helmet, it doesn't matter. It's still a headshot. <laughs> yeah, I hate those extra skinned dudes in Call of Duty, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so much skin on them. <laughs> uh, you go next. Okay. Uh, this one I am actually really interested to hear from you, which is, uh, what game would you speedrun slash GoPro? I love the GoPro part of this question. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've actually had totally dis- discounted that. Uh, the speedrun aspect though is probably Mario 64. Uh, I mm-hmm. dabbled a little bit in Mario 64 a while ago. Mm-hmm. And so it just sort of feels like the natural choice. But if that was off the table, then maybe I'd do something weird like Cooking Mama or like Rhythm Cooking Heaven or Mama. something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, games that you can get to the credits to without doing like weird skips, you know, like I don't want to yeah. have to learn like, you know, how to get the secret star by whatever backwards long jumping at 30,000 times in one second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause that, yeah. I mean, if, if any of you have seen those like speed run videos on super Mario 64, it's bonkers. They're just, mm. it's yeah. Their understanding of the coding in that game is, is just very impressive. Yeah. And there's like still room to move, you know, like the, mm. the, the world record is still like suboptimal, you know, it's so close, but it's still suboptimal. So amazing. Anyway. Amazing. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I had uh, I had two answers for this because yeah, for me, speedrun and GoPro uh, are very different. Yeah, um, that's what I forgot about. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. You, well, you answer. I'll think of something to go pro at. Great. Um, for me, speedrunning, the first thing that came to mind was actually Returnal, um, mm. just because of the movement and like the three D nature of games, like it's of that game it's like very satisfying it, or i imagine it would be very satisfying to speed run um or dark souls i've i've watched a lot of dark souls speed runs and like mm. the whole dark souls uh what do they call it you know that community based around like challenge runs is just yeah. really cool um and my gopro answer is really embarrassing it would it would probably be hearthstone i mean oh yeah i I would I would play for free, and I would uh, berate bl- Blizzard every chance I got. But it it would totally be Hearthstone. I, w- I would stream that shit pro for sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, my my on the fly thinking of the GoPro game would be Age of Empires two. Oh wow, man, that's deep. You mm. would, yeah. Wow, good answer. Good answer. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. It came to me. Yeah, I just love the idea of sitting down with a bunch of people to play Age of Empires two, and them not even realizing that I was like a pro, <laughs> and then just like dismantling them one by one. Like that sounds very appealing. And then also being able to like stream and tell people how you know how to play the game. I mean, it's strategically very deep. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Uh, the next one we got here is what's the most important thing about games? Art slash graphics, music, mechanics slash gameplay, story slash lore, or community? I mean, th- this is a very easy answer for me. I feel mm. like this shit is black and white for me, where it's like maybe not the case for other people, like especially you when it comes to art and animation, mm. right? Mm. Like you've recommended me 
bad movies before, but the art and animation is really good. So mm-hmm. like it's it's all about it's all about the person, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's mechanics and gameplay. It like way way above anything else. Um, mm. And I think that's part of why Slay the Spire has me is because it's just like a hundred percent mechanics and gameplay, and just like a bit of stuff for all the other stuff in that game yeah totally yeah i mean this is a very personal answer you know like it's whatever you feel to be the most important thing about games Uh, yeah yeah i think all right let me just read my answer (laughs) Uh, i think it's hard to have just the one most important thing games are great because they're a kind of confluence a big old mixing pot of all of these things coming together to make something important gameplay is kind of important given that it's a game uh but that's why I think games like Death Stranding or Getting Over It are so cool. You're just walking or climbing or whatever it is, uh, but that idea is distilled into something that you can play. The gameplay itself, in itself is dull, but because of the em- emphasis that the game puts on that, it becomes enjoyable. Uh, being an animator for video games, I often think that animation is a huge part of the solution to most issues and problems that any game may have. Um, but obviously that's just like being a hammer and seeing nails everywhere, you know, like, that's just kind of how it goes. That's, uh, that's a great answer. That's a galaxy brain answer. That's, Mm. this is a subjective answer and that's better than my answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't really pin something down, you know, like I'm a big old fence city boy over here, but, uh, (laughs) I can't like, I, I think it's cool how like, you know, it's certain games can really just like do one thing like mm-hmm. how to slay the spire can just be like this is just mechanics and gameplay mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's where all of the focus goes um, mm-hmm. and it's like what's the story in that game i don't fucking know i i like to say no we're not going to go down that rabbit hole we're not okay. going to you know because there's so little law in slay the spire that you just like pick up all mm-hmm. these little bits and bobs you know like uh one one of the enemies you'll be familiar with is like the the big red gremlin in oh, yeah. in, in the first act, and uh, there's a relic called Gremlin Horn, and you'll notice it's it's that Gremlin's horn. Right, so, right. So you can like every time I see Gremlin Horn as a relic, I try and take it because I know one of those big red gremlins had to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's deep. Uh... <laughs> Uh, he's in so deep. Well, they're in so deep. Uh, all right, I got the next question for you here. Um, okay. What do you think need to have fun in a game? Oh, uh, what do you need to have fun in the game? Sorry. Um, um, this is kind of the same as above, right? Or did you write something else? No, I mean this is like okay, yeah. So the the, the question is similarly prompted in that mm. it's what do you need to have fun in a game, and then it's got like art, graphics, music, mechanics, yeah. all that. But stuff. But the other one is what's most important in game. Right. So, I mean, this one for me is a way bigger question. This is Mm. like, it almost has nothing to do with all of those prompts. It's like, Mm. I don't know, man, sense of adventure, open to (laughs) new experiences, Mm -hmm. sometimes abject depression. Like, (laughs) I... I think it's, it's, you know, sometimes you sit down with a game that you think you're going to love and it just doesn't click at all. And sometimes mm. you, you sit down with a game that you just give it a crack because, like, a bud lent it to you or it's on the new, you know, video game Netflix and you're just like, this is incredible. I've sat here for four hours now playing this game. And I think mm. it's just, like, 
there's so many variables like your mood at the time how yeah. tired you are uh yeah so for, yeah for me that's just a way bigger question and I, mm. I i think yeah it's like maybe the most generic answer would be to be open to new experiences you know mm. I, to like for me to have fun in a game or to watch a movie or read a book like i feel like i want to open myself up to the intent of the creators right um but i yeah it's just like a big question (laughs) it is yeah i'll read you what i wrote um (laughs) right cool so i did write a little bit of this one um i said maybe the most fun i've had in games is playing with my friends late nights in remnant grinding on a boss laughing through lobbies in hunt calling shots and organizing plays in alienation stealing a cash out with the very last minute to win in the finals all that stuff has been probably more quote-unquote fun than a lot of single-player stuff for me personally mm. i think i really enjoy myself when i'm zooming around in my mech in ac6 alone or exploring some cave i feel like no one else could have possibly found in Baldur's gate 3 or laughing at some insane side quest in yakuza 0 but all that feels more like reading a good book or going to the movies on your own instead of watching a movie with at a friend's place and yelling through the whole thing because it's so silly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I sort of took fun in a little bit of a different direction, you know, like, obviously, like, Baldur's Gate 3 is fun to play on your own, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's mm-hmm. fun. But mm-hmm. I think I've had more, like, a different flavor of that kind of, fun you know when i think of the word fun i think of like children playing <laughs> you know like that's <laughs> that's what comes into my mind like right. yeah, but the set that that like sample of that child laughing you know the one it's really famous uh um, potentially uh but it's useful anyway whatever it's it's that that's what i think of as fun and when i when i think of video games and fun oftentimes that sort of image uh is conjured up by me playing the game with other people playing games with other people especially fun silly games or right. getting really serious in a game and, and then having it be like a joint experience you know yeah totally that's that's awesome yeah that's that's awesome and i think that's like one of the perspectives that we don't share you know like Mm. i I think i have a lot more fun like going to the movies alone yeah and and that kind of thing and like you know when i think of like the games that are most fun to me it's definitely like disco elysium and returnal and these games yeah. where i and obra did where i'm just like super immersed and like nothing outside of my own experience exists <laughs> it's yeah. like the complete opposite but uh yeah, yeah so another another hugely subjective one yeah i mean i i feel very similar it's hard because i'm struggling to find like the words to separate that experience from the one that i'm describing right you know like maybe the one that i'm describing is fun in my mind under like a weird definition of the word and the one that you're describing is like enjoyment (laughs) you know yeah 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 no that's the um that's the kind of delineation that uh, Mm. i really enjoy being semantic about yeah (laughs) yeah yeah anyway before we get too semantic uh next question here is uh don't need to have fun in a game Oh. oh So this is something that you could take out of the list below, you know, art, graphic, music, mechanic, etc. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can literally take everything out except mechanics gameplay, right? You don't need story or art or music or community. Like, you got solitaire, you got uh, 
chess <laughs> versus AI. You've got Tetris. Yeah. Uh, those games are fun as hell. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. Agreed. So, yeah, I think it's just it's gameplay, man. Mm. Like, if you take the gameplay away, then you have nothing. But if you take anything else away, you've still got a game. Yeah, I think I fundamentally agree with that. Um, and I won't read what I've written here because it's pretty similar. Um, but what <laughs> I did want to bounce off that was um, sometimes there's an aspect to a video game Mm-hmm. that really is like it cranks up that 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 uh that amount of fun that you can have or that enjoyment that you're going to have with it oh yeah and so like the example that i wrote was like in doom you know you could probably turn the music off uh and like turn the graphics way down or whatever and because the the flow of combat in that game is like so enjoyable and like mm-hmm. at like a base level mm-hmm. you would still probably have a good time mm-hmm. but if you pump that music up you know and you put those headphones on and you sit on the edge of your couch and you lean up against the tv like it's like two centimeters from your face you're probably going to have a way better time (laughs) yeah yeah hard to agree yeah i mean shit you know we talk about turn-based games a lot and uh one of the best things about persona 5 is the music Mm. Uh, i think if you if you take away the music from that game well it you know doesn't take away like 60% of the game or whatever. Like, it does take a huge portion of what's enjoyable about Persona 5. Mm. Mm. Yeah, a similar example is, like, uh, there was a a Twitter thread floating around somewhere, or maybe it was, like, someone posted a bug of, like, in the new Spider-Man game, uh, you can get this bug where when you're changing between outfits, it it just changes you into a small cube, but you can still, like, (laughs) fly around the city as Spider-Man as the small cube. Oh, my God, that's amazing. And so it just like removes animation from the game. You know, like there's <laughs> zero animation on the character, but it still is, you know, Spidey web slinging fun. You know, like you're still doing all that stuff, but it's you're just a cube. And so, like, <laughs> but you're just a cube. You said that so straight. Oh, <laughs> video games are so weird. Yeah, they are extremely weird. Um, and so, you know, like for me, that's a really good example of like you know, animation adding to the enjoyment of the game. Like, yeah, that all of the stuff that Spidey does while you're swinging, swinging around on the webs in that game is like made to feel so cool and like whatever effortless or mm-hmm. struggling or like, you know, um, full of finesse just by the way that the character moves around. Mm-hmm. Um, you can replace them with a cube, but you sort of lose <laughs> something along yeah. the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah 100% and I I haven't actually gotten around to any of those new Spidey games but from what I've seen the animation just looks amazing when he's he's slinging webs and his back Mm. is arcing and he's Mm. dropping from skyscrapers like the animation is a is a big part of of the visual uh spectacle of that game totally I mean it's probably a shame I haven't played them either really yeah no I never played them yeah. apparently they're good dude i know well let me just clear all of the other <laughs> games in my play play one spider-man bro 24 hour Baldur's gate 3 stream wins oh god i was actually thinking about doing a factorio stream today because it's like rainy and whatever but we'll oh see. yeah <laughs> that'd be awesome all right is that it are That's we done it. 
we're done. This is this is just another quick how you go on holiday episode. Mm. Um and then yeah, we'll get we'll get back into the the juice of of something uh researched next week. Do you reckon it will be researched? Maybe we can talk about this not on the pod. <laughs> you I, just, I don't know what next week's topic is you know because there's one in there that i've mentioned but we'll see what happens <laughs> joe, joe not showing a lot of confidence in uh this year for the podcast oh uh, uh, just yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> speaking of confidence uh no I've, I, actually though we have had quite a year of stats i just wanted to touch on a couple of them before we before we heed heed out Okay, great. He, yeah, wanna... Before we heat off, let's uh, let's let's hear him. Um, all right, all right, all right. Um, so, if you were to have a guess, yeah, how many downloads do you think we got in the year of twenty twenty three? Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, I reckon. Mm-hmm. I I would let me think. Twelve months, fifty two episodes. Is this you hurriedly logging into the uh, the podcast? Oh, no, 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 I don't, I wouldn't remember how to do that, especially live. You'd be able to tell from my voice uh, how, how nervous I would be. Um, no, I'm just trying to do some, some quick maths. Uh, yeah, I reckon, I reckon we maybe had 600 listens. Ooh, okay. So we've got a total of 2,173. Oh my God. That's, That's way up. higher yeah. than I was expecting. Oh no! Hope I haven't offended anyone. Compared to last year, which is is up one hundred and ten percent on last year. So yeah. hell yeah, you love yeah. to see it. Uh, Eight hundred and eighteen of those were Australian listeners, which accounts for thirty-seven percent. We got the US coming in at thirty-four percent with seven hundred and forty-seven listens, and then yeah. the UK coming in at one hundred and thirty-nine, Canada seventy-five, Germany forty-four, and I'll leave it at that amazing huge u.s contingent i love that i wonder if it's because we've got australian accents could be yeah they're they're fucked australian accents as well like if you listen back it's just it's just nasal hell for an hour some people really love it i was talking to our french animator the other day and she was like i really like the australian accent and i was like i've kind of been you know I, I could do a, an intense Australian accent for you and then you would, <laughs> you would hear. Because I speak in, you know, whatever, middle, upper class Australian lingo, which is mm-hmm. like pretty Australian to most un-Australian folks. But there's like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. There's a version of Australian lingo that sounds horrible. Oh, yeah. What you're, you're searching for the term ochre. Ochre? I'm also Australian. Like, yeah. There's also like an amount of boganism, like true throat nasally that you can throw in there. Oh yeah. I come out, I mean, I come out with the boganism on this podcast every mm-hmm. now and again, I slip in a fucking, and it's like, it's trailer park. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like, you give me your fucking lawyer. You know, that, that guy. <laughs> I'm thinking of yeah. that guy. Anyway, uh, uh, our most listened to episode, sorry, was uh fear and hunger episode with 603 listens. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that shit is banned in Australia. I wonder, mm. I wonder how many of those were Aussies just soaking up illegal content. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and then uh, second and third is role-playing and interactive fiction featuring Monday Sandwich. Oh, Monday. <laughs> Monday. The Monday Sandwich fans coming through. Yeah, yeah. Phoebe Redacted bringing the crowd. 
don't know, uh, both sitting at 68 listens. Uh, and then number four was Hype Culture at 62. Uh, that was actually from 2022, believe it or not. And so was Role Playing from 2022. So these aren't even 2023 listens. Oh my although God. some of them might account for that. That's just the release date, you know? Uh, wow. And then user generated content from July was 56. And I'll leave it at that. My God. So yeah, like we've got that fear and hunger episode right up there but otherwise it's just like consistency yeah yeah love that love that for us love that oh my god sorry the thunder thunder? oh man i wonder how this is going to come across on the recording because it's like the noise is fine but when it like shakes the floor that i'm sitting on it's uh it's a bit scary (laughs) yeah yeah i've been expecting this whole time for all of my lights in my pc to just shut off so (laughs) uh all righty uh do you want to wrap it up joe oh i'm opening and wrapping um <laughs> let's leave it with that <laughs> God, <no. laughs> we'll see you next time it's almost the weekend again Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, bye bye